Hello, everybody. I'm Terry Barr, the uh, host of Pennywise Podcast from Lee Enterprises. And as always, so, so happy to have you listening and joining us today. Now, there's a new survey, and it shows many of us are paying a little bit more to travel because of, get this, hidden travel fees. Well, we are here to help you work around this. Sam Chemis is a travel expert with Nerd Wallet. He is my guest today. Sam, thanks for being here. Thank you so much. I'm so excited about this. I am too. I think we're back to traveling. People, if not now, are going to be planning some travels, but the prices in general seem to be still on the expensive side. Why, Sam? What's going on? Yeah, this one's, you know, it really just comes down to supply and demand. We had a bunch of demand that was way down for many, many years, and then it all showed up all of a sudden, and everyone wants to travel, and airlines don't have as many planes as they used to. They don't have many pilots as they used to, or flight attendants, so supply is also down. So it's just your typical supply and demand squeeze, uh, and, you know, then also the cost of of fuel going up and it's just one of these perfect storms that we're all tired of hearing about this year but but travel is no exception to it okay well then it gets even worse on top of the uh, base cost that we think we're getting or often looking at it um there's something referred to as a drip pricing what is this yeah this is a term i actually learned from a professor i talked to about about airline fees her name was Vicki Witz, and she and some colleagues did some research on this. And drip pricing, we all know it, even if we haven't heard the name. It's that thing where you're checking out to buy something, and you think you're paying X amount for it, but then little fees get dripped onto the cost as you check out. And so by the time you're done checking out, it's twice as much as you thought it was or whatever it was. And oh, obviously, <laughs> yeah, travel is one of the worst <laughs> offenders here. Oh my gosh. So we're already talking about expensive travel, then add on that drip pricing. And of course, the survey I mentioned shows that many of us are paying much more because of those travel fees. Does that feel about right for you right now in the stories you've been doing? Oh yeah, totally. I mean, it's it's like, right, if we were all going to get gas and every time we tried to buy it, they were like, oh, actually, uh, in order to use this nozzle, you have to pay another five bucks, you know? It's like, it's real insult to injury. And so, yeah, now is a really great time to address some of those fees and to, to help people work around them. Okay, well, here's probably the top ones on the list. And uh, we're going to talk about these extra fees and also hopefully help everyone who's listening figure out what to do about these. One is the hotel resort fees. This feels kind of new and maybe not always revealed. Yeah, you know, it's been around, but it was mostly in places in resort places like Hawaii and Las Vegas mm -hmm. and Orlando and those kind of places. This is a fee that was getting tacked on in some of those more touristy destinations. But now it's spread all over and it's it's hard to find a location where you won't get a resort fee on just a random hotel. Why do they claim they're charging you a resort fee? Yeah, I know. It's so ridiculous. Sometimes you'll be like on a, like a roadside motel and get a resort fee. You know, it's, it's lost all meaning at this point. So the idea when it started was that hotels realized that they could add on a little extra fee for using things like the pool or the fitness center and that sort of thing. And they called it a resort fee. 
But then they also realized, oh, hey, we can include this in all of our hotels, in all of our rooms and make it mandatory. And it will look like the cost of this hotel room is really low. And it's not until people check out that they'll realize there's a $50 resort fee on top of it. And it's not something that people can choose not to pay for. It's not you don't get to say, oh, no, thanks. I won't use the pool. I won't pay the 50 bucks. It's just a fee that gets added on sometimes for no real reason at all. Oh also, gosh. it sometimes has a name like amenity fee or city fee I've actually seen. That's a really fun one, but okay. it all means the same thing. So just keep an eyeball out for some kind of fee on any hotel. Do you know or can you even mention if there are any uh, of the worst offenders? Yeah, totally. We actually did an analysis. We, we were like getting sick and tired of just guessing uh which hotel brands had the work had the worst resort fees and so we did a little analysis collected some data and we were a little surprised we found that hyatt actually had some of the highest resort fees it was mm. an average of about like six percent of the cost of the room oh. and marriott had the lowest they had about 2.7 percent the cost of the room there's a lot of variables there like hyatt tends to have a little more high-end properties which are more likely to have these kinds of fees and that sort of thing but yeah, in general, if you're really trying to avoid them, I recommend Marriott. Hilton also has some pretty low fees. Okay. Is there anything in general you can do about these fees? No, unfortunately, yeah, there's no trick. A couple tips though is okay. one, it might be worth searching the location you're going to and specifically looking for hotels that don't have resort fees. So like if you're going to Vegas, it might be worth doing a quick internet search for Vegas hotels that don't have resort fees. Uh, and that'll save you a little bit. The other tip is just to use the final prices as what you're comparing. And this is really the trick with trip pricing. What they found is the reason it works is because people get to the end and then they're sort of so worn out from the checkout process that they're like, I don't want to go look for another room, but that's really what you got to do. You got to get to the final checkout screen, see how much it's actually going to cost and okay. then go back, compare it to another hotel room and see what that's actually going to cost. So it's a little bit of legwork, but it could save you, you know, 50 bucks. Oh yeah. The diligence alone can save you some cash for sure. You know, also with hotels, we're now seeing things like um, parking fees. I guess that's not a surprise, but also fees. If you bring your pet, Yes, this drives me crazy. I guess not everyone this is a podcast and not everyone can see, but I have a dog behind me. Yeah. I travel with them all the time and I always look for pet friendly hotels, right? And you would think, oh, pet friendly means you can bring your pet. But sometimes it means you can bring your pet and there's going to be $150 a night charge to do that, which is more than the cost of the room. So again, it's worth doing that due diligence to not just search for pet friendliness, but to actually look at, okay, what is the pet fee for this place? And some brands like Kimpton is kind of a higher end brand, so not everyone's going to be able to do it, but they charge no uh, pet fees on any of their properties. Uh, some other brands do that too. So it's worth sort of finding your loyalty with a, with a hotel and then sticking with it well, to I save know on all those pet fees. When we mention parking fees, it feels kind of similar when you're looking at these hotels. That'll often be the top amenity. Ooh, it's free parking. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but you can't do much about that either, can you? Yeah, no, unless you want to walk from the airport to your hotel <laughs> in Hawaii. I mean, you know, there's some places where you can take public transportation or whatever. Sure. But yeah, they sort of get you there. You can always or not always often park at a lot nearby. You know, I'm yes. a super cheapskate, so I do that all the time. Uh, but yeah, at some resorts and, and that sort of thing, it, it can be really tough. 
see, this is why you're a travel expert. You're uh, letting us in on some of your own tips. So that's Mm -hmm. good. Okay. Number two of the uh, high fees is the airline seat selection fee. Yeah, (laughs) I feel the same. I will say if I, if my time as a travel expert leads to anything, it's that fewer people pay to get a seat on an airline. I think it's one of the most egregious fees out there. And it's a newer one, you know? Right. Yeah. It used to be, you know, a few years ago, they introduced, maybe you'd pay extra for an exit row or something like that. And you're like, okay, yeah. If people want to pay for that, that's fine. But what that has spiraled into is sort of similar with the resort fees that a lot of airlines are now charging to select any seat at all on the plane. And so while you're checking out, you think you're paying 80 bucks for a flight, but then it costs 20 bucks to select a seat just one way. And, you know, it starts adding up. There is a trick here. I've got got a solid trick, which is almost always you don't actually have to pay for the seat. They're going to make it look, and some airlines really work hard to make it look like you have to pay for a seat in order to check out. But there's almost always a little skip seat selection option at the bottom. So I almost always do that. You'll have the choice to either select a seat or get assigned a seat at checkout, or I'm not sorry, at checkout, at check-in. At the airport. Yes, exactly. Okay. And okay. that, you know, you might get stuck in a worse seat, but it's often better than paying 25 bucks or whatever. Okay. Ooh, that's good. Thank you. Like that mm-hmm. one a lot. Um, and then luggage fees. I often feel like the only one left might be Southwest Air, where you can actually get two bags on without a fee if you're, you know, going yeah. with somebody and traveling. What What do you know about that? Yeah, baggage fees. That That's like the oldest one, right? We've all been yeah. annoyed at baggage fees for a long time. And yeah, while we're plugging Southwest, Southwest still great on baggage fees and great on seat selection fees. They don't charge seat selection fees. So Southwest is really customer friendly on a lot of these fees. So big ups to them. Uh, but then, yeah, otherwise, there are a few tips. One is to get a credit card that covers baggage. A lot of the airline co-branded cards do that. So you get free check bags. Uh, and carry-on bags. We'll talk about carry-on bags in a second. And then some other also, some other credit cards cover incidentals on airlines. So it'll cover anything, uh, any of these fees, including baggage fees. So that's one option. And then yeah, choosing an airline that has lower fees. Southwest is really good. Spirit and Frontier are the worst. Uh, and some others like Allegiant and Sun Country are no good either. And they're supposed to be uh, the low cost airlines, but okay. Yeah, they're low cost <laughs> in one way yeah. and higher cost in the other. That's the <laughs> trick. There's no free, no free flights, as it turns out. And then, uh, you know, of course, if it's really bad, you can always just not check a bag if that's an option, mm-hmm. but not, not a savory one for many. If you want to save money, I know taking the bag on the plane sometimes is even worse, but at least you're not paying anything. So is not usually, but some airlines now are charging for carry on bags. So uh, especially on some basic economy tickets, uh, some airlines will charge you to bring a carry on. It's a little spotty how that's enforced. Like if you really want to be sneaky, you can usually get around it. But um but a lot of them do enforce it pretty strictly. And that can be a real like ouch to show up with a bag and think you're just getting on and then be told you have to pay a fee at the gate. It's mm. really not a not a pleasant experience. So what do you think? Is, is it similar to the hotel resort fees and the billing? You just really got to read the fine print and know what you're paying for? 
Reading the fine print, you can leave to people like me, but I would say in general, uh, just getting to that final checkout screen, that's it. And if you're on a computer, you know, just opening a couple tabs on your browser. And so getting to the final checkout screen, selecting your seat, selecting your bags, doing everything that you need to do, uh, and then seeing what that final cost is. Because yeah, often that's the only way to compare between airlines. There are some search engines now, Kayak, I have found recently has been pretty good at showing the fees up front when you're trying to select one, or at least showing which airlines will probably have a fee for the things that you want. Oh. So using those search tools can help a little bit, but yeah, usually the legwork is, is what actually works. Excellent. Finally, one of the uh, bigger ones is this vacation rental cleaning fee. And I have to admit I've used Airbnb and, um, Somehow this gets past me or got past me until now. <laughs> yeah. What is this and what can you do about it? Yeah, well, it makes a kind of intuitive sense that you're, you know, you're staying at a vacation rental like an Airbnb and maybe you're only staying for a night or two and the host has got to clean it up when you leave. And so they charge one flat fee for your entire stay to basically clean it up at the end. So it doesn't matter if you're staying seven nights or two nights, they're going to charge the same fee. The problem is that Airbnb hosts like airlines realize that there's a little way to game the system here and that they could charge relatively low rates for the rental itself and then really, really high cleaning fees and that people would get kind of suckered in by the low rate and then not see the total cost until the end. So again, because Airbnb and Verbo and these places kind of own their own search engines, it's actually hard to work around this and you do have to do this bit of kind of getting to the end and seeing what the actual price would be. But then the other thing, and I've been recommending this a lot lately, is that if you're only staying a night or two and all the Airbnbs have really high cleaning fees, look at hotels too, because hotels don't have cleaning fees. And for short-term stays, uh, they're often a little bit cheaper. How about that? Anything we miss, Sam? You know, the one recommendation I have, if you get stuck with a resort fee or a fee that you really didn't think you should have had or expected to have is to file a complaint, uh, file a complaint with the state where you're staying or with a local tourism board or something like that, or even with the airline or hotel itself. You know, this is a problem that's getting a lot worse, these add-on fees. And this is the only way that we can sort of let everyone policymakers and others know that we it's not okay and that the consumers are being taken advantage of and then there's always some chance that you'll get a refund by making a complaint too so that's a Excellent. nice little add-on bonus and sometimes you worry people are afraid to complain but i think in these situations it's okay <laughs> yeah totally well resort yeah. fees in particular i feel like are really a misleading fee that should probably be illegal so i think i think some work will need to be done on that Okay. Is that where we end on the bottom line or anything else that you would like to add, Sam? You know, I think the basic idea is just do a little bit of homework to find airlines and hotel brands that have slightly less egregious of these fees. Uh, we mentioned Southwest and Marriott mm -hmm. doing a little bit better job on the consumer friendliness there. Uh, and then really this piece of comparing final prices, that's what the whole drip pricing thing is about, is that if you don't compare the final prices, you're sort of being taken advantage of. So always get to that checkout screen and compare it to, to another option. Uh, and then, yeah, just filing a complaint if all else fails. Oh, Sam, so many good tips. 
for people either getting ready to travel or looking ahead to doing some travels. Thank you for all of it. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Terry. I appreciate it. Oh, my goodness. That is Sam Chemis. And Sam, again, is the travel expert with NerdWallet. And I'm Terry Barr, the host of your Pennywise podcast. See all of you again next time.